Hey, Chismosas. I'm Igby. I'm Stephanie. And we are. And we are. God damn the it. Cheese Queens. <laughs> I that, thought we did it. I no. I thought we were in sync. No. Not at all. <laughs> this is never going to happen. Nope. You're welcome, America. We're international. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome, world. There you go. <laughs> we're so glad you're back to join us. Uh, we are covering Married at First Sight, season 13, episode 9 today. Um, before we get started, we're going to have some cheese man. Eggby, do yes, you have some cheese man? Uh, just a couple of little, little tidbits here and there. Oh, so do tell. it looks like our season 13 cast can't help themselves. It looks like they have been lurking in the Reddit streets, as the kids say. <laughs> <laughs> you know how if you're commenting a little too much about a particular cast member and your account is only like two weeks old and all your posts are about this one person, hmm, <laughs> you think that might be a little suspicious, right? Who, so, who are the who are the cast members? So Jose for sure has been found out and he's already deaded that account. Really? Yes. Because like people were tagging him. Oh. Once they figured it out. Really? Mm -hmm. That's hilarious. What was he commenting? Like defending himself? Right. <laughs> and also commenting on uh Mirla. I guess he thought she would be a better match. Or was oh. interested in her. Mm, Mirla's not about I wouldn't think Jose would be a good fit because she wanted Absolutely to go do things. Not. Absolutely yeah, he, not. He's too frugal. That's what they were saying that like he heard that she had no debt and like that turned got hard eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. But yeah, there's absolutely no way Mirlo mm -mm. would knock him out. Well, first of all, her requirements were tall, dark, and handsome. Right. So not tall. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Jeez. Who else? Who else? I think they said that Ryan might be out there. Um, really? Also, also Johnny. I can see Johnny doing that because he's a narcissist. Mirla is aware of Reddit because I think I read a post where she's reached out to one of like the moderators to take something down. <gasps> really? But it was for like like personal reasons. Oh, okay. It had something to do with her dad. Oh, well, that's understandable. Yeah. They're out there. They're listening. They're watching. <laughs> they're reading. And they cannot contain themselves. That's really funny. But I mean, who wouldn't do the same thing? Yeah. I think I would lurk. I wouldn't comment. No. At least that's what I think I would do. But Lord knows. Who knows? Well, like you do now in real life. Of course, there's you lurk oh, yeah, certain accounts like on Instagram or whatever. I don't ever comment. I just say it out loud. And then that's, or like on Instagram, I don't like any posts. Mm -hmm. Like I don't like anyone's posts. Once the Explorer page started and it started showing what posts you like the most to other mm -hmm. people. No, oh. I never liked a post ever again. Cause that's when you see like, ew, why are you I don't even know that? where the, yeah, that is weird. I don't even know where you can see that Explorer page. I don't think they, they have it anymore. Oh, okay. Well, good. Cause it was messing people up. Yeah. Just like when you used to be able to see when somebody started following somebody. 
Um, like, why are you following her? Why are you following mm-hmm. him? Da, 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 da. Causing the drama. Mm-hmm. So the other little piece is currently unfolding. I think this happened today or yesterday with Eric and Virginia, correct? Mm-hmm. I think so. I think it was yesterday it started. So apparently Eric and Virginia met up and things went south. First of all, I don't even know why you would even be meeting up in the first place. This already (laughs) sounds like a bad idea. Why are you trying to hang out with your ex? I think they, remember they had said that they still have feelings for each other, but they just knew it wasn't going to work out. And so maybe they were like, well, maybe it'll work out after all. That's so stupid. No, there's a reason you broke up. Well, people break up and get back together all the time. Those people are stupid. Okay. (laughs) There's a reason you broke up. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, wait. I've done that once. And it was a bad idea. You're right. See? (laughs) Uh, So basically, Virginia put up a post um, where she was like passive aggressively telling her little story. But she doesn't say his name. She says my ex. So in the video, she posted that she's trying to be cool with him. So they decided to go to lunch and she ended up having to get out of his car, call an Uber for herself because he got mad that she said he's privileged. In a second video after that, she goes in to explain um, what she meant by privileged. She didn't mean race. She meant that, you know, he comes from a good family. He has a two-parent household. Both of his parents had successful careers. They have mm-hmm. money and, you know, everything. He's following in his father's footsteps as far as aviation goes. Mm-hmm. And everything that he has, he didn't earn himself. That was given to him. So he's privileged in that way. Not everybody yeah. has the luxury of that. Right. I actually I actually just got in a, a fight with an internet troll about this today. Why are you fighting and the internet? Because they were commented on my comment. All I said was... It, oh, it was a, uh, what is it? Fiesta Youth. It's an LGBTQ uh, organization in San Antonio. And they posted a, uh, a like a kind of a pictograph about privilege. Mm-hmm. And I said, what a, and it was actually an illustration, right? So I was like, what an interesting way to show what privilege is. Right. And that's all I put. I said, thank you for sharing. And this person commented and told me, you know, all kinds of mess. And then I look at their account and they're like following white lives matter yeah. and alt-right things yep. and Nazi stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> but they haven't responded to mine. But yeah, I'm going back and forth with a troll currently about privilege. So it's interesting that you bring this up. Stop. I can't help myself. Block them. I don't want to. I want to put them in their place. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I digress. So... She's telling him that, and then he's coming back at her saying that she's doing nothing with her life, and she's a failure and a piece of (gasps) shit, and she needs to get over her childhood trauma. And then she calls him a god-complex narcissist. And that the moral of the story is, even if you're missing your ex, don't meet up with them. (laughs) So that was her first video. Mm -hmm. And then Eric responds in comments. He... And he took a weird twist on it. Uh-huh. He says that basically he, she knows that he cares about, you know, her past and the thing that she's been through because she's had, you know, a rough upbringing. Yeah. He, he knows that. And then he goes on this weird offshoot where he says that he's not privileged because, you know, he's 
served our country and spent eight years in the military and did three deployments and put himself in harm's way. And so he's offended. What I don't know what that has to do. That has nothing to do. So yeah, instead of he's like, I'm Captain America, so I can't be privileged. I served in the military. It's like, actually, that was the job you picked. So first of all, (laughs) (laughs) he doesn't get it. Poor soul. Oh my gosh. And, you know, he says that he normally doesn't post this kind of stuff because it's a private matter, but she's putting mm. it out there. Mm-hmm. So then, you know who had to jump in it? Who? Chris? Of course. That's He's never going to miss an opportunity. <laughs> what did he say? So then he twists it and makes it about him saying that both of them are privileged because, you know, they're pulling the victim card. Like when they had their altercation last season, they pulled the victim card on him and it's because of his race and you can't provoke a fight and then say you're scared and blah, 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 blah. So that was his. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. People don't understand that there's different levels of privilege. I'm not white, but I'm privileged. You know, I'm educated. I'm come from a two parent household and make decent money and, and what all, whatever, you know, but, you can't just not recognize, I guess you can, I guess you can not recognize your own privilege. Yeah. It's so crazy. So then Jake jumps in it. <gasps> no. Because you remember. Man, you got all, all of them. Because <laughs> you remember back a little while ago, him and Virginia had beef because of Haley. Oh, yes. Yes. She yes, was yes. posting under his, uh, I think, a live or a video. Mm-hmm that Mm -hmm. he needed to stop talking about Haley or she was going to try to like blackmail him or something. And so he's like, "Mm, look at the iron in those knees. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. So he had his little two cents to put in. Then somebody commented back to him and then he went on this critical race theory spiral again about privilege. And it was long. Like I was like, I don't even have time. I'm not even going (laughs) to open that box because yeah, one I'm, pretty sure I know what you're gonna say (laughs) but yeah I know I think it's really funny how offended you know cis white men are taking this word and not completely twisting it into something that it's not or not really and really it's just ignorance they don't know and they haven't read about it and it's just it's just because it, it doesn't matter it, to them because they're at the top of the chain. So that's true. Who cares? Yeah. I don't care their about able body. It's all kind of thing. It's like yeah. their able body, yeah. you know, their race, mm-hmm. where they come from. It's mm-hmm. a bunch of different things. Wow. Oh, please tell me there's more. Yes, there is. Oh, so <laughs> this is where Eric's mom. Oh no, your messages mama Virginia. She saw the story and uh, sent. Virginia uh, like DM telling her to grow up. <laughs> so what does Virginia do? Screenshot <laughs> and then repost it with like a little caption on it that says, "Hey mom" or like oh, I can't remember her name, Donna, mm-hmm. Karen, something like that. But <laughs> so not she's Donna like, Karen. <laughs> not Donna Karen, no. <laughs> uh, so she posts a little caption that says, "It's not normal to still buy groceries and clean your 35-year-old Ooh. son's house." No. And then she put another caption at the bottom like, ha ha ha, when you forget to block your ex's mom. <laughs> She's like, you. she said something about I could show you the text messages because they're like crazy. 
Oh my gosh. So that's where we're standing right now. Just like I'm with Donna Karen, girl. Yeah. Why are you posting all this? Like that is really immature. And she continues to do it. Well, this is again recognizing our privilege, right? She comes from a broken home. Her spirit is broken. Her relationships have been broken. Like she's not mature, but it's for a lot of different reasons. So you just got to say in true, you know, Southern language, bless her heart. Bless her heart. (laughs) Bless her heart. Keep going to therapy, girl. Mm hmm. Work on yourself. Yes. That's that's a good thing. Yes. Mm -mm -mm. That's what I got for today. That's good. That's some good juicy stuff. I think I got I got a few tidbits for once. Hit me. I'll hit you. I'll hit you. So let me get the not so great one. Like not not so juicy. So somebody on Reddit was pretty much calling Gil out saying nobody sends nobody has a savings account in Colombia. You lose money sending your money to Colombia. Right. <laughs> the exchange that makes rate sense. Yeah. is not the same. Um, so he's like, just say you're sending money to your family. We said this last week. Mirla right. would completely 100% support that and understand it. But yep. no, his ass had a lie saying he had a savings account. <laughs> and, you know, and people, of course, commented on on that and were saying that he just said that because his ego just got super deflated after seeing her, her account. stacked bank account. But yeah. he's not bothered by it. No, no. He keeps bringing it up, but he ain't bothered by it. <laughs> but just so you know, I'm going to just <laughs> say it one more time. <laughs> yup. <laughs> so... That has been claimed false. Now, here's another one. This one's better. Okay. So a person on Reddit said, isn't it interesting to watch one of your exes on TV looking for love? It's such a weird out-of-body experience. Is anybody else going through this? And then people were like, who is your ex? And then she goes on and give little details like, I don't know. I don't know. But everybody was like, it's Johnny. And she was like, oh, yeah, it is Johnny. And so she was one of the 100 dates, except she made it past date one. She said they dated for like two, three months. They broke up because of her lack of money. She didn't have a lot of money. Huh. That's and interesting. I, yeah. I don't know if that means she didn't have a lot of savings or because I do know, like, at the beginning, remember, we were talking about how Johnny... Um, was saying that he wants to retire early Mm -hmm. and this, that, and the other. I guess she was not on the track for that. Um, And I guess they didn't have the same, you know, ideas about it. She said that he was most in the, she said, she also said that during this whole time, the two to three months of dating, Mm -hmm. they only had one-on-one dates like three times. The rest were group outings. I could see that. Yeah, that he just wanted to be with his Based friends the all the time. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, and then she left his friends and all, but they were not getting closer or anything like that because it was always just group outings. Right. I could totally see that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think he even mentioned, I don't know, in last episode, right, the home uh, housewarming, where he's like, oh, I love doing the couple things and this, that, and the other. So um, he also didn't like her lack of emotion when they broke up. Because she was calm, cool, and collected. And he got mad that she, there was not more of a reaction. Who cares? You're breaking up. 
I don't give a shit what you do after we break up. Yeah. If you cry every night, fine. That's your problem now. <laughs> I don't care. She's also not Asian. She's actually uh, white. So I thought that was interesting, too. Because he, he seems so set on having an Asian bride. I guess for his family's sake. You know how yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So I thought that was that was interesting. But yeah, that's all I have. I know there's some spoilers out there. Are I don't there? know. Well, remember yeah. we talked about it a little bit. Do we want to skip the spoilers? I don't even remember what we talked about. <laughs> I don't remember either. I know the only thing I know is that spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Was it that Brett was upset that she was extremely mismatched and that she wanted to marry a person of color? I knew she was down with the brown, but <laughs> I don't remember her being mad, like mad, mad about it. I don't think like mad, mad, but like that's yeah. not the preference yeah, she yeah, presented. Like yeah. that, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you can convey mir, mir, mir <laughs> to a word, but that. Yeah. <laughs> Slight disappointment. Yes, yes. So I guess they're not working out. But you can kind of see that in this episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, for the first time, I did find Brett to have a couple chuckles. No, Ryan. I don't know Ryan. why I can't keep their names straight. Even when I'm writing my notes, <laughs> I'm both, mixing them up. Ma- they're both, you know, traditionally male names. Or I say Brian. <laughs> Which is completely wrong. <laughs> With both of them together. <laughs> we know. <laughs> I'll get it by the last episode. By the I think the so. I'll have it yeah. together. Probably not. <laughs> well, that's all I got for the cheese man. That's pretty good. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Shall we hop into the episode? Let's do it. All right, Eggby. Hit me with the title. You got one? You know I do. Could this be love? Hmm? <laughs> Isn't that a song? Oh, no. That's Is This Love. That I'm feeling. Is this love? That I'm feeling. That's not even the song I was thinking of. Oh, really? I was thinking of Bob Marley. Oh. (laughs) But it's literally the same words. Yes. (laughs) Huh. You learn something every day, people. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's get in this. Let's start with, uh, well, since you brought them up, Brett and Ryan. Or Brian, as you say. Yes. (laughs) All right. Brett is feeling Ryan. At the beginning of this episode, she's got the warm and tinglies. She wants them to have a deeper connection. And somehow she thinks that a game day will bring them closer together because they're both competitive. I can see that, but not in the way that she's doing this. So she has this game. Wait, uh, Jenga. Huh. Wait, wait, wait. Can, can we talk about what? breakfast? What, what was what breakfast? What was that? <laughs> what are you it talking was, about? It was yellow. I don't even remember. Before they went to the game day, they had breakfast together. She like made some egg thing, and then he had that huge bowl of blueberries. Mm-hmm. That I looked like the it was blueberries a, later. Entire... No, he had blueberries that morning too. Oh, so, so the blueberries are a thing. Like I don't know why he needs to eat a pint of blueberries every day, but that's weird. They're anti-inflammatory. Okay, but like who eats a whole <laughs> pint of blueberries? Because the bowl was big. It was, big and he said bowl. he was going to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. 
I don't know. I thought that was strange. But yeah, when they sat down at breakfast, Mm -hmm. Brett was saying that on the honeymoon, they talked about how they were going to be, have playful competition and play Mm -hmm. different games. She was like cornhole and. I remember her saying that. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. And then that's how Mm -hmm. they got into this Jenga in the flex room at the latitude. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) (laughs) But the Jenga has a twist in that she has written cards about all the things she likes about him. So every time he pulls a block out successfully, she's going to read him like a little compliment. To which Ryan says, come on, Jose. (laughs) That was funny. It was pretty funny. Um, So yeah, so he's pulling the blocks out and reading these compliments, but he's so deadpan about it, right? Like he doesn't seem very excited or flattered or have any emotions about it whatsoever. Yeah, she's definitely more giddy than he is. And she has quite a few cards. She has a lot. She really likes him. That's what I put in my nose. So I guess she likes him. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's really frustrated because there's no sparks for him. He's not feeling it. He's not feeling it at all. And he feels bad because he wants it so bad and he wants it to work so bad. But, you know, and she has all these good attributes. Um, you know, she's a good person and comes from good people and she's nice and funny and pretty and all that stuff. But he's just not feeling it. And he doesn't, what I like about this is though, he doesn't want to lead her on. So he's not really, I guess, going down that line of, you know, this is, this is going to work. And we're, he's not you know, just going along about, with it. Yeah. Let, let's talk about our future kids' names or anything. You know what I mean? Like right. really not leading her on, which, which I appreciate. But on the other hand, I feel bad because she is putting in a lot of work. So Ryan wins the Jenga though. Brett makes all the blocks fall. Yep. Do you think there would be another activity they can do to bring them closer together? That's not one way. You know what I mean? I think all, you know, I think this just. It was all probably, him. It was all him. And like, it's not really bringing them closer because he seems kind of embarrassed about, about it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Other than sex. That's what I was going to say. Body painting. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. What does Brett like to do? I don't know. We don't really know. Yeah. She just says they're both competitive, but she doesn't want to be outside. So I don't know what else he can be competitive. Well, she likes volleyball. Maybe they can play volleyball. yeah, Yeah, they play sports. Yeah. Or she coaches sports, rather. I don't know. Poor people. Anyway, let's move on. Um, so, more yeah, blueberries. That didn't... There's more blueberries. Yeah, that's their next spot. They're chilling on the couch. She has a bad headache. He has a bowl full of blueberries, and he feeds it to the dog. I looked it up. It I is too. okay. <laughs> yeah, I was really scared for the dog. I was like, oh, no. I did too, because I was like, is he serious or is he just saying that to shut her up? Yeah. No, it is okay for your dogs to eat blueberries. Yes. <laughs> we both have confirmed yes. it is okay. I have not given my dog blueberries. I wonder if she would like them. She Maybe. eats pretty much everything, so. My puppy brother used to like carrots. Yeah, my dog likes carrots. Carnage. But she throws up everything, so maybe not. 
give the dog blueberries. I don't know. Next scene. <laughs> Just saying. Next scene um, is when they get the expert questions. And this is interesting, right? Because um, you would think that this would provoke really deep deep conversations and i guess that's what their problem is they don't really get super deep on anything it kind of starts to get deep and then it could stopped (laughs) and that's what we were saying last week that it was so weird that they haven't had any these deep conversations but apparently all they do is talk so what are y'all talking about (laughs) i know what's the weather like today i don't know so one of the questions is have you ever been in love before ryan says he thinks so twice maybe And she says twice for her too, but she's certain. And she doesn't understand how he is not certain that he was in love. Um, Next question. What does it take to get to that point? And she says she needs some reciprocation. She needs to to feel whatever she's putting in. She wants that other person to put in. Um, And once she feels that it's mutual, she's going to open up. Floodgates are going to open and she's going to, you know, tell him everything, everything inside of her, right? She's feeling things for him and wants to know how he feels. He doesn't think they're physically or emotionally there at all. She asks, what is it going to take for him to fall in love? And he really doesn't know. He's waiting for a spark. In past relationships, though, he said that he waited too long. And, you know, when that person was done waiting, that's when he was like, I'm ready. And it's a little too late. Yeah. That's her concern because she's not waiting forever. And this experiment is only, you know, what do we say? How many weeks? weeks? Eight weeks. Eight weeks. That's a really short time for the person who supposedly can fall in love for 24 hours. Right. It's not happening for him. Because he doesn't like her. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think he's into her. I don't think so either. And like, and that's what I was, I was thinking. I was, because remember Zach was like, what if it just doesn't work? Mm -hmm. You know, last week. And you know, are we supposed to hate on him for, or, you know, or whoever, are we supposed to hate on them just because this is not what they want? You know, this is not what they thought they were going to get. At she's least he's not, not leading. She's not enough of a potato. <laughs> Maybe so. It's hard to hate on someone when they're so honest. True. You know? True, true, true. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I just don't think they're compatible. Yeah, I don't think they're, yeah, looking... Like do you think yeah do you think brett is so invested because she has like these fairy tale blinders on when in reality she knows i mean what we see as reality is that they're not a good fit mm-hmm. but she's you know? still trying to hold out hope Mm-hmm. like because she was all notebooky and whatever right you know right maybe and that might come back to bite her in the butt yeah she might have a little breakdown later on who knows yikes well we see Mm. in the clip for next week she's crying with dr viviana pocahontas (laughs) she didn't wear her pocahontas costume i was gonna say i was like she had a different outfit she still had it on in her items in this episode but when she went to visit them she had different outfits (laughs) (laughs) finally that's all i have uh for them on their solo parts yeah pretty short and sweet because mm-hmm. again, I, they don't do anything or talk about anything. So no, that's they don't. why they have like such a short screen time every week. They don't fight. They don't go out. They're just Nothing. roommates. Sure. Yeah. Roommates that share a bed. 
And some dogs. And dogs. <laughs> and, and blueberries sometimes. And blueberries sometimes. <laughs> All right. You want to talk about Mirla and Gil? Yes, let's. So the first scene we see of them is at the very, very top of the episode when um, they're doing kind of the montage of everybody waking up for the day and, you know, going over their stuff. So we see that Gil is uh, filming them. And here we go. The last name discussion. <laughs> it's never ending. So it looks like maybe they kind of have agreed on hyphenating. Maybe. Maybe. But Gil wants his name to be first, but Mirla wants her last name to be first. <laughs> and it's like, of course, of course. This also comes up again later. <laughs> <laughs> so the first real scene we see is um, Rachel actually comes over to Mirla and Gil's apartment and she's going to, you know, have a little kiki session with her sis. I don't know what kiki means. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. She's going to have a little chit chat. That's all what Kiki means. I yes. see people post it and I'm like, mm, my context clues are off. Yes. A Kiki is just a little chit chat. A little gossip. Okay. Thank you for my lesson today. You're welcome, Grandma. <laughs> so uh, Rachel comes over. It looks like she seems to like hype. She says hi to him, which is more than Mirla's ever done. <laughs> like, hi, hi. <laughs> Uh, so they sit down and they start talking about the housewarming parties. Rachel says she needed to know how Jose is in a social setting and with her friends. She mentions that the two friends that she had at the housewarming party are two really close friends that weren't able to actually make it to the wedding. So this is their first time meeting Jose. She said that her female friend in particular is really good at reading people. So I think that it's funny that we said last week, we did not hear anything she had to say about Jose. So I think this hmm. is lies. What's lies? This is lies. I think Rachel's trying to make her relationship sound better than it is. Boys. I think it's highly suspicious that this lady did not say anything on TV. Right. And, and Rachel's bullshitting because she looked embarrassed as hell when, when uh, Jose pulled out that damn whiteboard. She looked mad and irritated about the things he was saying. Yeah. So she is a liar. She's just trying to make herself look good. I mean. And I love Rachel. I think she's a great person. But this is stupid to lie about. Gotta save face somewhere. This is stupid to lie about, especially to Mirla, who is honest as hell. <laughs> True. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> she, cause she doesn't sound like she'd judge anybody for being honest. Right. But. She says that she felt reassured by her friends that she got a good match in Jose and that he's the well-rounded kind of guy that she wanted to be with and that they're in a good spot. Mirla agrees and says that her and Gil are doing, you know, doing well also. Uh, he's at work all day, so she's just at home by herself. Um, no, you're not. Hype is right there. <laughs> um, I want to point out that Mirla is wearing another Victoria's Secret t-shirt. I don't remember what she was wearing. She was like a little pink shirt. Um, mm. So evidence again, she has that Victoria's Secret card. But she pays it off every month. Allegedly. <laughs> so they're talking and that's when Rachel notices Mirla's ring. She says that Gil got her one of those silicone wedding rings um, mm -hmm. since they're active and they work out. So she wears that instead of her actual ring so it doesn't get scratched up or 
messed up. Right. I'm sure she probably just thinks it's ugly. Probably so. Because those silicone rings are cute. I like the colors. Yeah, hers is pink, right? Mm-hmm. Like baby pink. Yeah. It's a cute gesture. I think it's right. sweet. That's kind of Rachel's take. She kind of gushes and is like, oh, he brought you a ring. And Mirla jokes it off like, yeah, he got me a plastic ring. So <laughs> romantic. And Rachel kind of gets on her and is like, no, it is romantic. He thought of you. You know, <laughs> it's the little things that you might not think are romantic, but they are. Rachel doesn't know why Mirla can't just admit that it's a really cute gesture and it was a nice thought. Yeah. Well, we know why. Because she wants a Cartier ring, not Amazon <laughs> Prime special. <laughs> You know his ass ain't gonna get her a Cartier ring. He don't even want to go to brunch. Ten thousand dollars where? <laughs> In the savings you don't got. <laughs> right. Is you want there, okay? He's gonna Here's get the your... Colombian Cartier. Yeah. Or like, and what are your options? You want him to save up for the house, or you want your ring? Yes. Because in that point, you're going to pay for your own ring. That's what's going to happen. Or your own house. <laughs> or your own house. One or the other. So, yeah, Rachel is has the same attitude as us. She's like, what? Like, did he just come off his 24-hour shift and was tired? or Because <laughs> this doesn't sound right. And Mirla's like, no, I said it during dinner. And he said yes. <laughs> but, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. Mm-hmm. I uh my I gave my husband a silicone ring because two weeks after our wedding he lost it in the lake, um and then I bought him a cheaper no 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 that was the first real ring right from the church and everything lost it two weeks later wow got him another ring that was like fifty bucks lost that one in the lake as well then I got him another one but silicone so ten dollars <laughs> and he lost that one. Guess where he found it? In the oil of the boat. <laughs> he was changing the oil of the boat and this and thing comes in. out. And it was a no no no. He was taking it. Oh, he had lost it. He lost it. Fell out when he was and changing. He found it. it, yeah. And he's like, Look, I found my ring. I was like, that looks nasty. So we're on our third real ring and second plastic ring. Wow. <laughs> I still have mine, so there you go. That's the one that counts. If you say so. <laughs> So the next thing we see is a little clip of the two of them where Mirla is asking Gil if he likes her purse. <laughs> he don't and give a fuck about her of purse. Of course he doesn't. He's like, okay, how many do you want versus how many do you need? And she says, I need plenty. <laughs> and I said, hey, man, I get it. <laughs> you know, at this point, I think she's trolling him, right? Yeah. Yeah, she knows what they're trolling each other. Yeah, they're just flirting. This is their own weird, bizarre way of flirting. Yeah, that's exactly it. Mm -hmm. So mama's going to have her purses. Mm -hmm. But I could see, well, I don't know. Because it's something you use every day. So the next scene that we see, again, is another little short clip. They're having dinner at home and Mirla doesn't understand why Gil doesn't want to have his food like separated. I guess she okay. had beans in a beans. separate bowl. Okay, this is here's my thing. I put borracho beans in a separate bowl unless there's rice. I mix the beans and rice together because they're soupy. Yeah, I don't like my food touching. So you yeah. want it separate? Yeah, I used to have it bad when I was a kid. 
I used to not <laughs> want the food to touch and I had to eat it like in an order. Oh, that like is... I have to finish all of one thing, finish all of one thing, finish. Like I didn't mix, period. <laughs> My husband does that. He eats his fries first and then everything else. It's very strange adult behavior, but okay. But yeah, beans. I think they belong in a bowl. Unless they're refried. Agreed. Okay. I don't know what kind of beans they were having, but Gil was like looking at her like she was stupid. Yeah. Because <laughs> he just didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it, Mirla. Put those borracho beans on the bowl. Go ahead. So then they get the package from the experts with the couple's questions. And again... This says Gil and Mirla. It should say Mirla and Gil. Why is my name first? Like, <laughs> girl, what are you, five? Like, who cares? I know. Power struggle. That's what it is, the power struggle. It's ridiculous. She's wearing another pink Victoria's Secret shirt in this one. You're like thing. eagle eye. I am. Because well, I used to work there and I sold those shirts. It's crazy. Didn't notice. Mm. Just so, when she wears those pajamas over and over again. <laughs> Well, after five days, it's a little yeah, bit much. It is. It is. Maybe she forgot it. She forgot what? Maybe she forgot, you know, multiple sets of pajamas. You think Mirla forgot to bring something? <laughs> Maybe she, she probably had. Messed up. If anything, I would think she'd have 10 pairs of pajamas. So she That's had options. True. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, Enough about the pajamas. So yes. we go on to them ask, answering the expert questions while they're eating. Mirla asks, have you ever been in love before? And they both say yes. She says she knows because she wanted to be around the person all the time and, you know, wanted to start a family. Gil kind of says you could be down. He needs somebody that can be down for him in like whatever situation. That's when he knows he's in love. Mirla asks what he needs from her before he can fall into love. And she answers her own question first. <laughs> so before he even has a chance to answer, she says that she needs him to be actionable. You can say whatever, but she needs to have the action actually behind it. Mm -hmm. They go into his cookie obsession that he <laughs> loves them. And they just bought two dozen cookies today. And, you know, that's, she knows that's something he likes. So that's something she can do for him to show yeah. him. And I was right. Mirla is keto. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I called it. I saw all the signs. Uh, so she says she's going to bake him some nasty ass keto cookies. <laughs> and he's like, not into it, but she's insisted yeah, she's on doing it anyway. She's crazy to think that this is going to taste the same. It is not. Yeah, No. I'm not a sweets person, so I don't do all the, like, fake keto version of goodies and snacks and all that kind of stuff. So I can't it's, say. It's not great. Say if it's good or not. No. Mm -mm -mm -mm. I haven't I had a keto chocolate chip cookie, but I've had, like, I have. Um, have you? Uh -huh. I talked about them, those high key cookies. They're like those, they're like little oh. teeny tiny mini cookies. Mm -hmm. Those are pretty good. I had, like, fake, like, chocolate and it was just nasty yeah i believe no. it it's a hard no it's so, enough to say never mind i don't want any dessert which is just <laughs> sad <laughs> welcome to keto yeah it's, it's an extra not, layer um, of diet 
<laughs> it's so bad you don't want to eat it. <laughs> and I'm telling you, it's only getting worse now that I've added this like elimination part of diet on it. Uh -huh. I can't have anything. <laughs> it's Everything the worst. has something that I'm highly food sensitive to in it. <laughs> So I should just like drink water and eat boiled chicken and just that'd be it. Spend $150 oh on groceries. Like, like yeah. kill. just give up. <laughs> I can't even find like a protein shake that doesn't have milk or soy or carbs or sugar. <laughs> that doesn't taste like ass. Yeah. Mm -mm. It's a mess. Being healthy is a scam. You heard it here first. <laughs> So at the end of the day, she's going to make the cookies and he's going to try them because she said so, basically. The next question is, do you feel like you're falling in love? She says she doesn't know how she feels about the question because she has to actively love someone, like make the choice to love that person. And Gil says, isn't everything in life a choice? She goes on to explain that some people kind of, you know, just say like, oh, I'm, I'm in love now, but not really. Are you really in love? Are you choosing to fall in love? And she says in an ITM that she's trying to be level headed and not just, you know, think with her heart, but really in her mind, think about what's going on and if it makes sense, because you never really know somebody 100%. Right. Uh, she does know, she doesn't know how long it's going to take to make a decision about love. So then we cut back to Gil answering the question. He says he's on the right path. His coordinates are straight and he's headed in the right direction, but he doesn't know how close or far he is to love though. Mm -hmm. He says that living together 24 seven can definitely make or break them. And Mirla asks if she's tired of looking at her or seeing her. <laughs> and he says, absolutely not. And so that's the kind of note that they end off on in that scene. That's sweet. Yeah. Again, I see mm, where they're kind of trying it with the edit, but overall, I think this was a pretty genuine conversation. Yeah, I think so too. I think they get along pretty well. I think they're both trying in their own way. Mm -hmm. I think they're both trying to understand each other and where the other person's coming from. Mm -hmm. I think they're fundamentally... A little askew you know on on mm -hmm. the basics yeah and that might be where they teeter you know i can see that so the next scene we have with them we see mirla eating her keto lettuce wrapped burger <laughs> but she's eating mac and cheese i was just gonna say what is that it's mac and cheese there's no way it's a keto mac and cheese right well they do make keto pasta Mm -hmm. But I don't see her, like, cooking for real. And <laughs> it didn't look like well, it was cauliflower. Later on, she does say that she cooks, you know, six Every day. days a week. Yeah. yeah. So and uh, unfiltered. Mm-hmm. You're right. She did say that. Mm-hmm. But she's eating her burger. Gil walks by and she tells him, you know, husband, I can see you've been eating those chocolate chip cookies. Because <laughs> basically he's clearing out the cookie jar. Yep. And he says, well, that's what they're there for, <laughs> to be eaten. That's me. I have no self-control. I have to buy them few and far between each other because it's just a mess. <laughs> I, on the other hand, could let them sit forever. Mm -mm. 
I love sweets. That's why people used to hate me at my old job because I always had a candy dish on my desk. So people would come to my desk and talk to me and Mm -hmm. I didn't have to work. (laughs) But everybody would get mad because I knew everybody's favorite candy, but I never ate the candy. So I could just (laughs) let it sit there. But people would come by, some people every day Mm -hmm. to get a piece of candy. That would be me. (laughs) I was just trying to avoid work. You got these almond joys. You got my Mr. Good Bar. You know I I'll do. See, see you at three. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be here. <laughs> so she, oh, Gil asks if she's going to, you know, eat all of her food. And she's like, yes, her love for mac and cheese is as deep as his for chocolate chip cookies. And he says, <laughs> man, that's deep. <laughs> so they're just being goofy. Uh, mm-hmm. We go to an ITM of Gil where he has a weird mustache. Did you notice I that? I saw that. I thought I made it up in my no, head. That was real. Because I never saw it again, right? I don't think any in any other ITMs he had it. Yeah. I don't remember that seeing that. I like, thought I made it up short. in my my brain and I didn't want to rewind it because of all the damn commercials of uh when you watch it online. The yeah. damn commercials start all over again. And I'm like, I'm I don't have diabetes, never had it, I don't have psoriasis, please. You don't stop. need stalts or Vic no. Tarby. <laughs> like, Please stop showing me Can you me tell these how we've seen these commercials so many times? Oh my god! Truvia? Mm-mm. Uh, so I, I didn't care to rewind it to see if Gil really had a mustache or if I made it up in my head. But I'm glad you validated that. That would have not crazy. Go for it. Earlier in the episode too, <laughs> his beard was really gnarly. I, like I he hadn't shaved in a couple one. days. No, I hadn't noticed that one. Yeah. I noticed it, but not enough to write it down. <laughs> so in the weird mustache, he says that he got married at first sight to find a partner to fall in love with and to spend the rest of his life with. He thinks they're moving in the right direction. He says that Mirla thinks that people choose to fall in love with someone. So oh, one of the things is that he doesn't believe she made that decision yet. And he's willing to do whatever it takes, you know, I guess to get chose. Mm hmm. It goes back to them in the apartment. They've poured some wine and they're going into the bedroom. Gil is throwing the pillows at Mirla <laughs> to get him <laughs> off the bed. And he says, you know, before we go to bed, how about a foot rub? And she's like, okay. <laughs> and he's like, you're cool with that? And she says, sure, with a giggle. And he's like, then why are you laughing? And she says, because you're weird. That's why. <laughs> But later uh, in Unfiltered, she went into an explanation about that. She said it would just caught her off guard because it just came out of nowhere. Yeah. And she just wasn't expecting it. And it was just odd and awkward. So, And it was uncomfortable for her, I think yeah. she said. Yeah, that, that kind of stuff is uncomfortable to her. Um, Gil looks thirsty as hell staring at her. Right? Like he's giving her intense <laughs> eye contact. eye contact. And she's just trying to look at her phone. Yeah, she's not digging it. You know, he says, are you ready for this romantic gesture? And she barely looks up on her phone. She's like, sure thing, boss. That reminded me of Georgie from Darcy and Stacy. <laughs> I was like, who says that? Oh, yeah. Georgie. So then he's like going on with the questions. What kind of pressure do you like? You know, she says normal, I guess. <laughs> And then, yeah, that's when they do the little montage of him, like, staring her down while he's rubbing her feet. 
It's so weird. I agree. It was weird. <laughs> yeah. He asks how it feels and she's like, well, it would be better if I were tired or my feet actually hurt. And he's like, they don't hurt now. And she's like, you know, I'm working from home. Like, I'm not wearing my Louboutins every day. I'm in my Victoria's Secret slippers. That were free with purchase. <laughs> <laughs> then they go to an ITM of her and she said if she had to rate her husband's foot massage, it would be a five because there's Damn. room for improvement. That's really bad. But it's not so bad that she'd turn it down. Yeah, but five out of ten is not great. Who said it was out of 10? That's usually what it is. Come on. <laughs> so she says he needs to, you know, she is, they go back to him, her giving him tips on how to give better foot massages. <laughs> like he needs to learn the pressure points, yada, yada, yada. And he says, oh, you want me to make you melt? And she says, that would be lovely. And he says, <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you tried it. You tried it, Gil. <laughs> Struck out. Exactly. Then he goes on to say that he wants her to feel loved, but she's so quote unquote particular, take mm -hmm. a drink, that for him to come up with anything that she actually loves is damn near impossible. But he's not going to give up. I, th I think they're, well, I know their love languages are just completely different. And he doesn't recognize that. He thinks like his... He's just going to make the moves and this is magically going to turn her on. Yeah. It's not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not at all. At all. And she seems like she's listening, like with the cookies and, and whatever. And she's trying to do things he wants to do. And, you know, it just sounds like there's a lot of miss on both parts. Right. And we're about to see that in the next scene with them. So they're going mm. to date night at Toulouse. I did look up the restaurant. I was just going to ask, did you? You know I did. I'm nosy. I want to know. Maybe I need to go next time I'm in H-Town. I don't. No. <laughs> no, it's like a high-end French steakhouse. Oh, we got one of them in San Antonio. We don't have to go to Houston. Not we got one of them. <laughs> well, we accent. do. I don't know where it comes from. We do. Well, yeah, everywhere does. <laughs> so he asks if she's ever been to the restaurant before. And she said that she went because an influencer that she follows posted a picture of herself and a drink called the Chanel number no. six. And she had to go and get the drink. So Gil's like, here's where he starts ribbing her. Mm -hmm. He said, just because of the name of the drink and she said no it was because of the actual drink and he's like yeah right if it was called something else would you have ordered it and she says no of course because <laughs> she's lying it's not because of the drink it's because of the name mm -hmm. he goes in further and is like what if it was called the knockoff number four <laughs> would you want to order that can we get two knockoffs knockoffs over here <laughs> and she's like nobody would call a drink the knockoff someone is now right <laughs> She says that uh, in an ITM that before she got married at first sight, she always envisioned bringing her husband to spots like this because she likes to dress up and be cute together. Really? Really? I think she probably means she wants experiences. She wants to share moments with her partner, but she's too, I don't know. I don't want to say she's vapid, but. That was the exact word in my head. Exact. <laughs> I hate to think she's that 
that much, but maybe she is. I don't know. Sounding like it. <laughs> so then they go back to them at the table. Gil, or she's making Gil take boomerang videos for her <laughs> so she can post on Instagram, which he's over already. You know, shout out to all the Instagram cameraman husbands out there. I know y'all exist. <laughs> that is a real thing. It is. And I feel sorry for you. <laughs> she says that she was looking for someone to explore the city with and enjoy the city. So she feels good. She asks him if he would come to a place like this. He's slow to say yes. And he says it just depends on how often because this place is way too bougie for his taste. Uh, then that's when they start talking about eating out and, you know, going out and stuff. He says he's not a big fan of eating out all of the time. He'd prefer to make his own food. She says, oh, so you're not going to take your wife out on dates? And he gives her a look like, come on, like, there, you know, we can do other things besides go to restaurants and be bougie and <laughs> ridiculous. Like, we don't necessarily have to do this all the time. And so he's like, okay, let me get this straight. So... You want to go to brunch every weekend, and then you want to go out on a, like, big dinner date two times a month. And she's like, yeah. And he says, that's a lot. Then Mirla brings back up the questions from the experts and says, you know, you remember the question about what your significant other needs to do to make you fall in love? Well, I want you to be my brunch husband. And Gil says, okay, quality time is different for us. Mm -hmm. It's not about going out to dinners all the time for him. He goes on to ask her why she picked this restaurant. And she said, because she had been there once and they had a pretty drink. He asked her if he even could, if she even considered what he might think about the restaurant or if he would even like it, which we know, of course, she didn't. Mm -mm. She yep. could care less. He goes on and continues to say that if they're going down the path they're on, he's going to need some, some consistency and he wants to feel needed. He doesn't want to be married just for the sake of being married. He wants to actually find love and he doesn't just want to be a filler for her to just say she has a husband. You know, he says you could just be sitting here with anybody, just a silhouette mm -hmm. so that you have someone to do what you want to do with. And he says that he wants to know she's married to him for who he is. And right now he's a little unsure if this is what she really wants, she needs to start showing him. And her response is, I really want to have brunch with you. <laughs> and that's where they leave it. So unfil un unfiltered, she said when she said that, she means she wants to have time and experiences with him, right? What I don't understand is, you know what he's asking you. Right. Why are you being so vague? If that's what you meant at that time. Now, mm -hmm. time has passed, even though I think it's very strange on Unfiltered that they're talking like it's present time. Right. That's weird, right? Yeah. Because it, it doesn't seem like... Because the way they have to try to word what they're saying to yeah. not reveal, like, what's happening. What's, yeah. And what's they have really to, like, going on. And you can tell, like, um, especially when Michaela's on, you can tell she's pissed. Mm-hmm. But she has to pretend like she's they're hopeful. Still good. Yeah, yeah, that they're still together and stuff. I thought we kind of saw that too this week with Rachel. Yeah, yeah, you can tell because oh, even when babe. they showed the 
when they show the preview, she's like, we'll see. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, you know, so time has passed for her to come up with a retort for this moment, right? Mm-hmm. So it's either she really did mean, and if she really did mean that, then why didn't she just, knowing how Gil is, he's not a metaphor kind of guy. Just tell him this is, this is your love language. This is the time you want. Right. You know, you want to try a new restaurant. You want to go try the newest thing, blah, 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 blah. And maybe y'all can compromise. Maybe not brunch every single week. Maybe alternate brunch next week. Go to your fancy dinner next week. You know what I mean? So I think it's just a lot of either miscommunication or complete selfishness or both. (laughs) I'm going to say a little column A, a little column B. Yeah, because I definitely don't see her compromising on a place like this is like you said, it's a fancy French restaurant. Do you see her if Gil wants, um, you know, (laughs) I was gonna say like a a really nasty, like sloppy burger at some dive bar? Is she gonna go? No, I don't think so. They don't have anything keto on the menu. (laughs) So since she can't eat anything, no, they can't go there. But you know what I mean. I'm just, yeah. I don't. She, they have if she wants, if she wants all the, you know, wants these ex- supposed experiences, then there has to be some compromise. You know, he's saying it's not all about spending money because I think that's a part of it too. He's cheap, right? right? Um, if it's not about what's you know spending money, he's saying spending time. Well, then figure out another way to spend time together. But she's not even compromising on that. So, but even too on unfiltered, didn't she say like she's tried to kind of offer suggestions to him, but then he's like, no, I don't want to do that. Like, oh yeah, you're right. He just wants to stay home. Yeah, and she says she's willing to, as long as it doesn't make her physically ill. Mm -hmm. She's willing to try if that's something he wants to do. If there's something he wants to do. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's that I forgot about that part. Yeah, he just he just cheap. He don't want to go anywhere. That's the long and short of it. Yeah. Why pay $60 for a meal when you don't have to? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or why do I have to buy you a $20 drink? It's not even probably good. <laughs> Is that how much that drink was? I don't know. I didn't look. Oh, but I, I wouldn't be surprised. I thought you looked at the menu. I did, but I didn't look at the drinks. Ah. I'll look later. I'm thirsty. All Chanel right. number six. Chanel. Uh, that's all for them, right? Yep. All right. What do you want to do next? Was it Fallon and Johnny? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, the first note I have about them, did you notice at the top of the episode in the little get ready montage, he was mm-hmm. like lint rollering her butt? <laughs> I saw that. What are you doing? No, no, no. That's a true husband task. <laughs> My husband has done that to me. <laughs> You can't see back there. You're in a room literally with a mirror. Right in I front can't of reach my back or my big ass. <laughs> Whatever. Just saying. It's easier. Um, first thing I have for them is that they're cooking dinner together. Bao wants this dinner to go perfect for some reason. Um, she because you know it's Bao, she wants everything perfect. She says Johnny would be okay eating dog food. But she really wants this food to come off, like, really special. She wants him to appreciate how well she can take care of him 
And it looks like they're making like a salmon with like an avocado salsa on top. Okay. Yes, that. With like the sesame seeds on the salmon. Mm -hmm. And yeah, maybe some like brown rice or quinoa look like. And then yeah, the avocado salsa on the top. Okay. Why was she touching the food so much? Presentation. But no, she like had her hands in it. And I'm like, ew, you don't shower. Stop touching all of the food. She said that's not, she said that she most of the time she showers every day. So well, like I hope she washed time. her hands because, ew, that grossed me out. Oh, and then they also had a walnut strawberry salad too. Ooh, that sounds good. Did it seem like a lot of food for two small people? <laughs> I think, yes, but it sounded like she really wanted to impress him. And it goes well. I mean, he loves the dinner. But then it doesn't go well. <laughs> yeah, that's where, that's the only good thing that happened that yeah. night. <laughs> she asked about, like, how the other day uh, he was doubting about, you know, getting married. And he's like, I didn't expect it to be hard. I thought this is going to be really smooth. Why would you think that you're marrying a complete stranger and you're married? You know, he's dumb. So he said he got scared of their conflict. Bao says, you know, from day one, she's been all in. She doesn't know if he is. And he's like super aggressive at this point. Yeah, I don't know at what point he, like, turned. Like, all of a sudden, the vein was popping out in his forehead, and he was just mad. It was at this point, because, you know, she's like, I don't know if you're all in. And she, you can ask me. You can ask me if I'm in. You don't know my heart. Blah, 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 blah. And she says, yeah, but, you know, you look, you physically look deflated, and... And he's like, well, am I running away? And I want to tell her, yes, he did run away. Remember the first night they were home, he ran away. And she's, and he's like, well, you should could try and talk to me. And she says when she does talk to him, he gets hot-headed. Like right now. Right. <laughs> and then he goes on to say that he wishes she would ask more questions and feels like she's being super judgy. He says in a normal dating scenario, this is the point where he would leave. And she just doesn't understand why he would say something so rude uh, or, you know, why he would say something like that at all. If he, if the goal is to try and get them to be closer. And he's like, cause I want you to know where my head's at. So that doesn't make her feel good. He says he has a lot of things he's looking for. No, no. He says that she has a lot of qualities that he's looking for, but that there's a lot of red flags. I think he says that in the ITM. He -hmm. wants to be emotionally connected. He, again, with the spark, he doesn't feel the spark like on the wedding door on the wedding day and he's looking for it and he thinks it can still happen. This is like a really dramatic dinner. For real. (laughs) Just be quiet and eat your salmon. (laughs) It looked good. Actually, I had salmon today because that looks so good. It was on my brain. I had a lettuce-wrapped cheeseburger like a Miss Mirla with <laughs> vegan cheese. That's weird. Mm. Yeah, I don't like vegan cheese because it doesn't melt. It's weird. This one melted. Well, that's nice. But in a weird way. <laughs> Ew. That's a pass. 
good luck with that. Mini Mirla. <laughs> God. Who would have so, thought? <laughs> so next scene we have um uh they're going through the expert questions. They're both cozy on the couch. Uh, first question, have you ever been in love? They both said they have been in love. Um, next question, what do you think it takes to fall in love? And Bao says she wants the other person to be 100% honest and accept each other's flaws, everything, you know, unconditional love. That's her idea of love. And he says, of course, you know, there has to be an emotional attachment, the sparks, um, that they can't wait to turn off the lights. Again, going straight for the physical. He is always going for the physical aspects of this. She said, how are they going to make, how, oh, good. she said, how are they take talking, how they're talking right now makes them, makes her think of middle school. And he said, that's when he learned about sex in middle school. His parents never talked about it with him. And he learned from hentai. He says, hentai is like, is cartoon porn. Did you look up hentai? I know what it is. Oh, I knew what it okay. was already. Oh, did you? I didn't know what it was. And yeah. I was like, I don't want to Google that. I okay, hope Bigby Googled it. No, yeah, it's anime porn. That's what I figured. I figured I didn't need to Google if that's what it was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so she says, if hentai will get this going... Uh, she's down for it because at this point she's down for anything and she loves that that he that's how he got started that's how he learned about sex and she thinks it's adorable and cute and nerdy and it makes her kind of this is where the conversation turns and she gets a little giddy um next question what will it take to fall in love and what do you need from me to fall in love she says she wants to find more common ground and they need to be on the same page more. She says she's lucky that he is her husband and he, of course, is so flattered by this. you got to stop saying things like that. Then they kill the champagne, get some smooches in, go to bed, mics off, assume they had sex. Well, I would assume so because I would assume. <laughs> next scene, we see Big Spoon Aaron. Bow. I know this was so that was so quirky, <laughs> so weird. Oh, they're in bed. Bow is the Big Spoon. The pillow barricade is gone. She hey. says, "Yes, they." She the dam is broken. All she had to do was open her legs. Oh man, I really, you know, to each their own. She seems to enjoy it. So there's that, but I think it just means so much for her and it to him. I think this is just like, yeah, he got it. He's pulling a Chris. Mm -hmm. Let me see if this makes me feel any different. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So she thinks this is progress and she's worming her way in his heart like a parasite. Aww. Cute. I love Even he Val. smiles. Yes. When I he's love fake Val. sleeping. <laughs> I love Val and I hate Johnny so much. <laughs> and after this, she's just like digmatized. She plans this amazing date for Johnny. Beer tasting, darts, fried chicken. She is so giddy. Um, he says this is a three for three date. She's got it. 
she listens and knows what he likes and it's a really awesome date he says this is the most he's been happy in the marriage and they're both and you can see it they're both really really happy and smooching and over each all over each other mm-hmm. they're having fun which is nice um they make a wager and the winner gets to do whatever they want to do in the bedroom why does Val look terrified I don't know because remember what kind of weird was... shit did he try to do the day before? He, <laughs> but he, he said he's vanilla. Vanilla, yeah. That he just wants plain old missionary. So I don't know. I don't know. Did you I also just... notice mm. that um, the wedding gift is on the wall? The I picture did. frame he got her. Yeah, I did oh notice my God, that. She put it up. That's she did. So they play darts and Johnny wins. The sheep ottoman is back. Did you see it? Huh? The sheep ottoman. Remember from her apartment no. that was. It was, in, it. it was in the scene. Look, yeah, next time they're in the apartment, look for it. Okay. It's by the couch. <laughs> I kind of want one. I'm sure Reddit can tell you exactly where to find one. <laughs> All right, next scene. Johnny plans a painting with a twist. He says this will rectify his ghosting date. And she's surprised and pleased about the redemption date. She mentions again her longtime crush on him. So they're painting. It looks like a beach scene mm-hmm. with their names in the sand. Mm-hmm. Uh, very cliche. But she seems to be really into it. But she's a perfectionist and wants them to match exactly. And he doesn't care. Um, I said that's what always happens with painting with a twist. There's two <laughs> kinds of people. The people that went to drink yep. and the people that want their painting to be good. <laughs> I am the person that goes to drink. I don't give a shit about that picture. More than likely, I'm going to throw it away. Yeah. Although, I do have a painting with a twist painting right here. Let me see. That I did on a date. <gasps> on a date. What is it's that? It's a snowman? barn with pumpkins. Oh, they're pumpkins. That's those snowmen. See, this is how good of a job my painting well, is. Well, we're also... Like it's black and white internet yeah <laughs> it looks good from here well thank you very much yeah my date put his pumpkins like all over the place like you know how of course they give you instruction but you can kind of do whatever so there's yeah. like pumpkins on the top of the barn and like floating in space <laughs> so his was better than yours sure <laughs> i'll let him have that Now, I think all of mine are, like, in storage or my husband has secretly thrown them away because I've gone a lot because every time somebody comes into town, that's my mom's idea of something fun for them to do. That's odd. I would never think to do that with, like, Well, I've gone with, like, my grandma, my aunts. I've gone for Christmas. I've gone for Halloween. I've gone with little kids. I've gone with... It's a lot. This is the only painting I still have. So the only painting that's actually hung up. Oh, no. Let me take that back. Is the one I did of my dog. Yeah. Because it's a masterpiece. I love it. It is cute. It's super cute. The only other one is like of a unicorn. And I gave that to my niece. And she has it hung up because she thinks it's awesome. (laughs) I was like, glad someone likes it. (laughs) Sitting in a corner for the last two years this was like like one of the last things i did before pandemic oh okay 
Okay, here's a question. Was this a first first date situation? No. Third third date situation? Uh yeah. Yeah, probably second or third. Okay. Okay. Cute. Was it his idea? Was it your idea? I don't remember. I know I picked this painting. Mm-hmm. I it had to have been his idea because I, I was gonna say I don't see you bringing <laughs> this up as a good idea. <laughs> and he had an apron that had a, a eggplant emoji painted on it. That's that hilarious. I was like, and it, we didn't notice for like a good portion of the class. <laughs> like, of course, he was the one guy in the class. It was like us, a mom with her two like adult daughters and then an entire bridal party. <laughs> so he was the only guy in the class and somehow randomly picked the eggplant emoji apron. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> randomly. I feel like we should go do this. But get like plastered before and okay. during, and during. <laughs> okay, fine by me. Uh, This—that's what really happens half the time. I don't even like paint the painting. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even care. I don't want to do this. I love when there's like one random person who is not painted the painting at all. It's like something completely different. Oh, they just done like, their own freestyle. Yeah, it's like everybody's I don't know painting a. Texas blue bonnet sunset and this chick has you know drawn a, a tree in Iceland or something <laughs> I forget what she drew but she was like an artist and she's like I don't I don't want to paint your art <laughs> I was like why, are why you did here? you come <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's happened like two or three times I'm like you know why there's are you this here? place called Michael's where you can get all of these supplies <laughs> yeah. probably for a fraction of the cost uh yes well yeah I just want to drink wine and eat snacks i'm down with getting plastered we'll share our painting if we ever go do it <laughs> oh, oh well now they have like the online one so we can do one safely at home <laughs> oh but i want to drink with you in person well you know oh i mean yeah us together but at home not at the actual oh. place <laughs> but then we have to go buy the paints and shit i don't wanna do that no it's like a kit that like during pandemic they have like curbside and you just have to oh, like go pick it up. Okay. I like what that. they had. Okay. Okay. I gotcha. I can do that. I'm going to paint an eggplant on my apron for fun. Okay. I was sad I didn't get somebody already had the peach one. We could have matched. <laughs> We've digressed. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was a bad one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what were we even talking about? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So. Johnny's like super annoyed about wanting this. That uh, she wants this painting to be perfect. He's like, "We're not flirting. We're not drinking. There's no chemistry going on between us." Blah 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 blah. But this is on him. He picked this activity. So knowing yeah. that Bao is the way she is, you should know that she wants this thing perfect. Especially if you're gonna hang it up in your potential home. Right, and they kind of brought this up on unfiltered. Like maybe they need to do less task driven activities together because she's this way yeah that's a smart move i would do that um oh okay he says they've had two good nights he's gonna give it his all because you know this he still wants this to work da, 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 da. i took that as code as he's had two good nights so he's gonna keep his mouth shut so he can get laid a third time Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, he says, yeah, we slept together the last two nights, so I'm going to keep giving it my all. Now I have a reason mm -hmm. to try 
mm-hmm. because she's still the same old Belle. Yep. Ugh. Nasty. So the paint, I know. The painting is not perfect to Belle standards, and, but they're still cuddling and kissing at the end of the scene. Yeah, she tried to make it work. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't hang it up. It's Yeah, it's not going to be. <laughs> that one's going straight down the chute. Yeah, that's all I have for them. Mm-hmm. All righty, who's next? Rachel and Jose. Bow stole my word. She sure did. <laughs> You've been calling Rose since like episode two. Yep. So we start off at the top of the episode with a small clip of them cooking breakfast together. Again, you know, we talked about your, you know, eagle eye for the Victoria's Secret. <laughs> I have my own <laughs> eagle eye. Maybe it's the food. Because because I always talk about the Because so, I find it so, so interesting. Hungry. Are you so hungry? No. Because <laughs> you're so limited now. You're so hungry. No. I ate my cheeseburger. It wasn't <laughs> the best, but I ate it <laughs> for sustenance. <laughs> I had wings for dinner. That was good. That's I had good. vegan ranch, though. Not mm. good. Not as good. It has a weird consistency. Ew. And it's made with yeah. avocado oil, so it kind of has that avocado no. taste. No, just don't. But it doesn't have milk. Don't. Every Everything has milk in it. Even things you don't think would have milk, like seasoning. Why is there milk in that? Like literally everything. Gum. Why is there milk in here? <laughs> like random <laughs> stuff. <laughs> anyway, they are making some weird looking bacon. And they were like, had like 8,000 pieces in one pan. <laughs> I don't oh, know yeah. if it was turkey bacon or what. I did but it see looked that. weird. It's probably turkey bacon. So the first real thing there is, is they're brushing their teeth again. And then they do a montage of all the couples brushing their teeth. Is this a thing? I don't brush teeth. Well, we wake up at different times. Mm. But I don't. I, but even on, like, on the weekends, I'm not brushing my teeth at the same time my husband's brushing his teeth. Yeah, I didn't know if this was a thing. Like, is double sinks now what's made this a thing? Now it's a possibility to do it at the same mm, time? I guess. I mean... No, not in my whole relationship have I ever brushed my teeth at the same time as my husband. I've never brushed teeth with anyone. Yeah, no, ever. Yeah. That should be my next relationship goal. Brush teeth together. Mm. Yeah, right. (laughs) Maybe not, because how many people... Yeah, how many people... They leave a little mystery, guys, to your your routine. (laughs) Only people that aren't doing it are Brett and Ryan, though, probably. Because <laughs> oh, they don't even true. use the same bathroom. <laughs> oh, man. So here comes Jose. Always something. <laughs> so he gives Rachel a gentle reminder that, you know, his toothpaste was put away nicely and looks like this. And her toothpaste is all crumpled up. Also, is this a thing? Because Michaela said the same thing about Zach. I, mine's a crumpled toothpaste. I guess I'm a sociopath like Rachel. 
I have a thing, like I have a little contraption that like- Oh yeah, yeah, the clasp. Where, yeah, it's like a little thing you put on the end and then it has a knob and you roll mm -hmm. it up and then it just rolls up into a little knob. Yeah, I've, I've seen that. It's a lot of work for toothpaste. Not really, make sure you get all the toothpaste. <laughs> it's efficient. You're an efficient person. And if you buy good toothpaste, I wanna get all of it. Yeah, that's true. If it was the 99 cent toothpaste, okay, fine, I wouldn't care. <laughs> but if I'm getting 3D Crest Ultra White Gum Defense, <laughs> blah, 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 that's like $8. Yeah, I'm not I spending want all of my toothpaste. toothpaste. Nah, I'm or in if the it's middle. My charcoal, I even have multiple toothbrushes and multiple toothpaste and multiple mouthwashes. <laughs> okay. They're all for different things. All right. I need my black toothbrush for my charcoal toothpaste when I want my teeth to look white. <laughs> and sometimes I need the dry mouth mouthwash because that takes away all the onion and garlic <laughs> better than regular <laughs> mouthwash. We got to get back on track. This is too, the more this is too we much. do this podcast, the more <laughs> I am a very strange person. <laughs> and it is evident why I'm saying <laughs> No, there's someone out there who has all the weird tooth. I convinced somebody to buy that uh, dry mouth toothpaste or mouthwash. Was it after kissing them? No. Oh, okay. Because that would have been savage. It was just off the strength of how good the mouthwash is. Well, there you go. Anyway. We digress again. So she laughs it off, basically, and is just like, whatever. I'll have my crumpled up toothpaste. <laughs> so they're going to do goat yoga. That's going to be their date. And she's super excited about it. So they, you know, go off to, like, is, is it like a farm or a ranch? It looks like it. Yeah. Yeah. So they, okay. First of all, can we talk about Jose's big boy Tonka truck? Yeah, no Napoleon complex much. You think his Chevy Silverado Texas edition that's bigger than him? Small penis. Um, small man. Yeah. Period. <laughs> I would never do goat yoga. I do not want. I would do a lot of things, but I don't want. I I'm afraid of goats. They bite. I, yeah, and, I don't mm -mm. bang with animals like that. Mm mm. Like, I don't want you to be... If there's an opportunity for an animal to piss on me, no. <laughs> We're not doing it. I'm also weird about yoga. Like, I want, like, authentic, real yoga. I don't want wine yoga or goat okay, no, yoga or... No, I mean, like, it's not authentic. I don't care. I just want to drink the wine. Duh. <laughs> well, go on a wine tour. Okay. It doesn't, doesn't go with do yoga. Where go. did this even come from? Like this trend of goat yoga? I think just, uh, what do you call it? Competitive advantage, right? Make it different. People will come because that oh, dog, podcast dog. Yeah, I think it's just people trying to be different and draws crowds in. It makes cute. Oh, there's a podcast dog again. Hi. <laughs> she went away. She's tired of Hi. listening to us. She started, <laughs> she started listening to us. Um, yeah, it's Instagram worthy. 
You know, the cute pics. I think that's that's the trend. Mm. Can I put it on the gram? Yes, you can. Well, they meet the instructor. Rachel's super excited. Uh, they say that all the goats that they're going to be working with are two weeks old. Mm-hmm. They're big to be only two weeks. I guess I don't know how big goats are. I, I don't either. I can't help in this at all. <laughs> I would tell a goat anecdote, but I'm not going to. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite anecdote. <laughs> Long story short, I was playing with a goat and made friends with it, and then my dad ate it. <laughs> no, you have to put more context in that. We went to a ranch. Your, your dad is from? Not America. Yes. <laughs> And we nobody went... told you to make friends with this goat. Well, I thought we were just going to a farm <laughs> when I was a little kid. So I'm like, oh, this goat. Da, 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 da. And then the next thing I know, the goat is in a hefty bag and we're taking it back to our house where him and my uncle roasted it in the backyard and ate it. <laughs> yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> And it smells horrible to this day. I know goat smell. Roasted ew, goat smell. <laughs> ew. Let's move on. <laughs> I know I asked for it, but I didn't expect that last part. Anyway, so they go into doing the goat yoga. She reiterates that experiences mean the most to her. And we know this. Yes. And she, you know, almost breaks down once they are going into the area where they have the little goats because they're so cute. They are cute. I just don't want to touch them. Yeah, no, because they bite. They do bite. She says these are exactly the moments she looked forward to sharing with her husband. Did you notice that uh, Jose sat in a deeper child's pose than her? I did notice that. Like he was all the way down. Mm-hmm. Just saying, something I noticed. <laughs> Rachel has never been able to feel so close and comfortable with someone in such a short period of time. Uh, they cut to a conversation of her and Jose holding the little baby goats. And she's saying that she thinks he'll be a good father. <laughs> she's getting dad vibes for sure. Yeah. And she can feel herself falling in love. So the next scene, they're answering the couple questions from the experts. Jose is asking her, what's it going to take for her to fall in love? She needs a little bit more understanding for him and for him to listen to her more. Jose says, you know, but I'm a guy, so I just don't have the capability of listening, basically. <laughs> it's not a cop out, but as a man, he's just so can't. annoying in this whole scene. So let's see. He says that he used to be a good listener before he got married. <laughs> and then that's when Rachel cuts in and is like, oh, you used to listen before you were married. You used to go to the gym before you were married. You used to intermittent fast before you were married. Like, am I just ruining your life at this point? <laughs> and he says, no, you're not ruining it. You're just favorite phrase, taking me to another level. Mm -hmm. So Rachel asks what he can do actively to fall in love in their relationship. He says not to toot his own horn. You're right. Toot toot. 
Exactly. But everything that he's been doing is already good. He's picking up on the things that she likes. And of course, he's going to continue to do those. But he's going to, quote unquote, listen more. Then they cut to an ITM where Rachel is saying she is, you know, uneasy here that he is more concerned and in his head about what he's going to say next than listening to what she's saying Mm -hmm. in the moment. Yeah, he can't wait to hear himself talk. Exactly. So annoying. So their communication is off. Uh, she says she has to make sure she's has his eye contact or <laughs> else she knows she's not, he's not listening because he's in his phone or looking at something else or thinking about mm-hmm. something else. So they cut back to their conversation and Jose says that listening is not his forte. Rachel says, that's okay. As long as you acknowledge that and you work on it. And he says he's going to try. And then he suggests, well, maybe you need to tell me twice. And she's like, listen. And he's like, no, tell me what you want me to do twice. And she's like, do, I don't want you, like, no, I don't want you to do anything. I want you to listen to me when I'm talking (laughs) about anything. And he's like, well, okay, then maybe, yeah, tell me, listen twice. Oh, my God. He recognizes that he talks a ton, but Rachel says she doesn't mind. And he's like, oh, well, I'm going to need that in writing, possibly in blood. And she says, that's fine. I'm not going to complain. I don't care. But you need to listen to me also as well. So after that, they go to an ITM of Jose basically rambling about how he can hear but isn't listening and but listens and can't hear anything. He's, but Yeah, he, he's messing it all up. Yeah, basically, he just wants to hear himself talk, really, at the end of the yes. day. So we go back to them with the questions, and Jose is asking if Rachel has been in love before. She says yes, or so she thought. She said it was an intense feeling that she'd never felt before. Jose says, you can say you're in love, but not really be about the actions that show that. But he doesn't think he's ever been in love before. It's just been a very strong like. He goes on to say that he never got that when you know, you know, kind of feeling. Mm -hmm. And this is... This is the part that is so sick. This is trash. So he goes on to say that he, you know, in a former relationship, everything was great. It just didn't get to that point. And he couldn't get over the fact that his partner had children. He wanted a family of his own and didn't want to be inserted into a role. That's when Rachel asks, how long was this relationship? And he says, over four years. Now... She didn't just have these kids in those four years while they were dating. I'm going to call him bullshit right here. Because, you know, not to skip ahead too much, but he tells Rachel he loves her. So you cannot tell me in four plus years, you did not tell this woman that you love her. What woman would stick around for four years, four plus years, without that understanding? Right. And if you know that's like a deal breaker for you, why were you even dating her in the first place? Why are you wasting her fucking time? Exactly. Yeah. I'm offended as a woman and as a (laughs) step-parent. Like, this is ridiculous. You know exactly what you're signing up for when you're dating somebody with kids. Right. And even if you don't know exactly what you're signing for, when you find out that you're not digging it, guess what? It's okay to step out. It's 100% okay to step out. 
but it's gonna be better not for everybody. Four, not four plus years later. That's fucked up. Yeah, it, it, it's that is a total asshole move. Mm-hmm. And just like us, Rachel is shocked. She <laughs> said, "Y'all were together all these years, and you only liked her." And Jose was like, well, yeah, I mean, the relationship was great. It was badass. We did everything together. But at the end of the day, he just couldn't see herself. He couldn't see himself being married to this person. Was it on Unfiltered that Rachel kind of went into more detail about this relationship? Like it was long distance? I think so. And that was kind of a contributing factor as well. And still, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. It's still Four years is a long time yeah. to be wasting time. Mm-hmm. And in ITM, Rachel reiterates again how surprised she is to find out that Jose has never been in love despite being in long-term relationships. And it makes her wonder how long it's going to take in this situation for him to realize he's in love. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Rachel shot a lot of looks <laughs> and faces in this conversation. But that's but where they perfect. end the exercise. But everything's perfect. She. Jose's awesome. (laughs) She fooling herself. Playing in our face. Oh my goodness. But it's only about to get better. Yup. So the next scene is day 16, their special date exercise. So Rachel comes home with pizza for dinner. Jose says he's been working on something for them. And he asks her, what's the one thing you don't have that you've always wanted? She says a Porsche. And he's like, no, not exactly. So he says, I'm going to help you out a little bit. Follow me. They go into the living room and apparently they're going to make custom coasters. I thought that was cute. Apparently they desperately needed them. (laughs) Um, I think it's strange that it's one thing she's always wanted, but as an adult did not. have. (laughs) Like it's very easy to Amazon use some coasters. (laughs) Well, she said she would have just moseyed to the Target. Well, she didn't, if she always wanted these. I don't think he meant that seriously. Oh, okay. But it is a cute date. I'll give him that. So they sit down, and basically he has, um, you know, these square coasters and these little uh, Scrabble letter tiles so they can customize coasters for their new living space. So Jose says that the exercise with the questions from the experts really had him thinking about love and where they're at. And that's what inspired him to make up this activity. Rachel says she would have never thought of doing this. She would have just went to Target. <laughs> and then it shows a little montage of them putting together the to- the toasters. The coasters. <laughs> he makes one that says beer, wine, pizza, tacos, and margs. She makes one that says hubby and wife forever. <laughs> forever then jose does a weird thing where he bites the pointy end of the pizza and then turns it around and bites the crust i did not notice that i noticed that it was strange strange. (laughs) then rachel says she hates to bring it up but the thing about him never being in love kind of is sticking out in her mind to her so she asks is there anything that she said that sticks out for him And he says, oh, yeah, the honeymoon, the catamaran, you big cheating cheater. (laughs) And she says, "Okay, I was wondering when this conversation was going to happen, but, you know, I wasn't going to try to bring it up. So, yeah, 
He says, well, tonight's the night, baby. <laughs> so you've got some splaining to do. <laughs> so she goes on to tell him that this happened during her eight year long relationship in year number two of them dating. And like we said last week, I told you this was going to be about the cheating. Yeah, I just didn't. They made it seem like she was cheating on Jose with the editing of the commercial. But anyway. Yeah, she says she went out on girls night, got faded, ran into someone she knew from the past, and they hooked up. And then the next day, she had to confess to her boyfriend at the time. Um, you know, they went on a break. Eventually, she was forgiven, and they got back together for six more years, apparently. Mm-hmm. And she learned very well not to put herself in those kind of situations anymore. Jose says that it's interesting that she says that because his brother-in-law has a saying that if you go to the barbershop enough times, you're eventually going to get your hair cut. Meaning if you put yourself in those types of situations, eventually something's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, in an ITM, Jose opens up about his insecurities regarding cheating. As they're getting closer to saying, I love you, he needs to know he's not going to be cheated on because once a cheater, always a cheater. He hopes that she's a changed woman, but if that were to happen to him, he would not be forgiving. So we cut back to them in the living room again, and he's saying, so how am I supposed to be comfortable with you going out on a girl's night knowing that in the past that's how you cheated? And she says, honestly, you just have to trust me. So the next scene we see of them is Rachel filming herself. And she says, you know, it's kind of an awkward morning. Something happened. So last night, you know, we were just watching TV and I felt like I needed to say, you know, what I needed to say. And those three little words came out and he didn't say it back. <laughs> so now I'm just kind of in my head like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. Haha, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I said I love you and he said it back like I knew he was going to. And then you hear homeboy in the background like, no, no, no. It was not that instant. It took a hot minute. And she's just laughing in the camera. Uh, she jokes that she actually threatened him with a knife to say it back. <laughs> and he says, yeah, that's true. That happened. I felt threatened for my life, even though it was just a butter knife. Uh, she says she woke up that morning and still feels the same. So that's great. And he says he still loves her, too. Uh, Is it love? No. After what? What would you say? 14 days? 20 days? 16. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I don't, I don't think they're in love. I no. think they're just super infatuated with each other. Yeah. I also agree with Jose. If someone cheated on me, I'm done. Yeah, no. There's I no excuse for, for cheating. Yeah, I couldn't forgive. Nope. I know and some that, people uh, are in different circumstances and they have like lots of children, lots of things and, and whatever. But that ain't me. <laughs> Same. I couldn't, I'm not. I, I couldn't do it. And I'm so surprised Rachel said, said it first. Considering, like you said, you know, they're having these conversations and things and She's always looking unhappy and dissatisfied. Yeah. So why would you? Because she wants to. She just wants to be married. I, I think she just wants to be in a relationship. Why would you sign up for this show six months after your heart was broken? You know what I mean. And we're gonna see next time. That next. Oh my gosh! The next time on this show, you know, it looks dire. We'll talk about it, but like 
Mm, I don't ever, I don't, the edit has tricked me too many times. I know, but (laughs) Jose looks like he has tears in his eyes. We'll talk about it. Okay. Anyway. But yeah, that's pretty much it for them so far. Okay. Uh, Last couple, Michaela and Zach. Zach attack. So, (laughs) first of all, I know we'll get to the barbecue later, but I think it's really funny that everybody's like, Oh, we're all going to be together because Michaela keeps sleeping. <laughs> I know. Brett has a joke. Yeah, we'll get there. Ryan. So, Damn it. <laughs> Ryan has a joke. Okay, so this is the first time they have seen each other since the housewarming. Right, two Zach days feels ago. Like, yes. So Zach's been gone for two days. He feels like he has to tiptoe around her. Uh, Zach says he called Michaela. Um, it went to voicemail and she texts him saying she prefers text messages if they're going to have a conversation. He says this is childish. He's frustrated. He thinks that the way uh, when they are talking to each other, he thinks that the way they communicate and how they understand each other is their biggest problem. And she agrees. Then he uses this weird ass analogy about reading a book and a bee bothering him and he's comparing their marriage to this to their marriage and the bees are her outbursts and you know and then she tries to continue with this analogy in her ITM <laughs> she's like who's sitting under the beehive <laughs> like okay you all stop using this analogy because it's hella confusing he says how they handle conflict is fundamentally different and he doesn't know if they can get past that and then he's like do you have any comments questions or concerns about how I feel He says the whole thing is disheartening and he wants to know what he's doing wrong and what he can work on. And all she says that is she wants him to talk to her. He asks if she thinks or wants to get back to where they were. And she says she's just scared of backsliding if things get bad again. He's committed to trying and giving everything he has and he wants to make it work. And she says she's willing to think before she acts to verbalize what she needs and instead of internalizing things um, she promises to hear him out so they make this promise to each other you know the end of this little scene is hopeful Um, next scene is also pretty good for them they go out for drinks and this is where they're doing their expert questions so Michaela's favorite word is phenomenal right this place is phenomenal. Zach mm-hmm. is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. There's your next drinking game, everyone. Um, I didn't Google this place. Did you Google this place? I didn't know where they were. They flashed it real quick, and I kept trying to rewind it, and I was like, again, with the commercials, no thanks. Um, <laughs> so she doesn't like sweet drinks. She's a bourbon whiskey kind of chick. So <laughs> Is that a red flag? That's some hard stuff, man. <laughs> My husband's little petite cousin, um, who is like super cute, like really, um, how do you say, I don't know, just like normal and dainty and feminine and drinks nothing but whiskey. <laughs> it's hilarious. Anyway, um, he thinks dates will help the foundation of their relationship. Uh, you know, they both seem like in better mood. And then they started in with the questions. Have you ever been in love before? They both answer, no. Why haven't you been in love before? She said the person moved away. This has happened to me several times. 
Yeah, the person moved away or it's like life circumstances happened and that's why she hasn't fallen in love. It was so either is, I met well, somebody. Is it because we live in military city? Mm, no, not really. These people oh, were okay. not in the military. Oh, all right. It just, I don't know what, I, it was, and it was like a string, like back to back to back. This kept happening. <laughs> that sucks. Or it was either somebody I met who was visiting here, but wasn't from here. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, they literally, we started talking, we're getting cool. And then they're like, oh yeah, I'm moving. It's <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> like several times. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Sucks. It does suck. Um, Zach says he's never, haven't even been close to being in love. He has an idea, an ideal future wife. And if someone didn't check those boxes, he just moved it along. So his boxes, boxes. But these these boxes aren't crazy. Which is why I'm looking at Michaela crazy. Because mm-hmm. she, okay, yeah. So let's go over these boxes. Looks, ambitious, intelligent, adaptable, trust, honest, loyal, mature. She doesn't think she fits in all of the boxes. A few of them. But maybe not the rest. She went as far as to say this is stringent. Like, where? These all seem like pretty normal, normal things that things. people want in a relationship. Yeah. Pretty basic. Yeah. So I don't I don't know what which ones she's missing. Which ones do you think she's missing? Maybe mm-hmm. mature. Yeah. Honest. Adaptable. Adaptable. Yeah. Trustworthy. <laughs> <Loyal>. <laughs> well, we don't know about the know. loyalties. Let's I'm not... just joshing. All right. So, next question: Do you think you're beginning to fall in love? And she said a couple weeks ago she was, but now she's guarded. The past few days have been, you know, rough, and it has made her take a step back. She believes that they're going to work on it together, so that's hopeful. And he doesn't know either. But he hopes they will. He thinks they're well, on the right track. Before that, when she was kind of saying that now that she's guarded, mm-hmm. did you think the edit of him, like they show him and he's kind of like laughing and like smirking? Did you notice that? No, I didn't. And I'm thinking, like, okay, is he like, bitch, are you serious? You're guarded. You're the one that took me through hell these last <laughs> six days and you need to be on guard? find that funny (laughs) no i didn't notice that at all yeah it's something that stuck out to me (laughs) so next scene is a cooking date they're making shrimp scampi so they have a chef on a chef (laughs) is leading them on zoom um so michaela can't boil water she can't do prep work and she overseasons overall it looks like they're having fun but damn, she was heavy-handed in those seasonings. How do you not know how to boil pasta? Like, really, don't you don't know how much water to put in the pot to boil I know. She spaghetti? Was, she was genuinely confused. What does this woman eat? Because... They eat out. Because th- that was something that they pointed out, too. This is week three, and this is the first time <clears throat> they're cooking. So for three weeks, they've been eating out. Yeah, I guess so, right? Well, first, but the first week was honeymoon. That's true. Second week, they're moving in, so maybe they're unpacking, getting situated. No? No. Brett whooped up them blueberries. She could have been cooking something. <laughs> Nearly had them beans. All right, all right. Val had 
delicious salmon that she touched everywhere (laughs) um anyway so just michaela doesn't cook obviously (laughs) she didn't know she didn't know where her pots were she just grabbed something out of the sink didn't even know if it was clean or not she's like let me just dump this old water out and put some water in it for their cajun shrimp i know (laughs) i'm like yeah aren't you from louisiana you can't handle spice zach (laughs) He couldn't. He was dying. She's like, I don't taste anything. <laughs> maybe something's <laughs> wrong with her taste, but oh wait, maybe his are sensitive after COVID. He got too much taste back. Oh, maybe so. I don't know. First taste changed. Maybe. Well, I I know some people just don't have it for like a few weeks. I know some people that didn't get it back at all. <laughs> oh shit, that's crazy. I mean, that's about it. They make a little. She makes a little speech about whatever. He's like, make it quick because I'm hungry. And then he burns his mouth off. But they both seem to have a good time. And they said their future looks bright. He too cannot have milk. Oh yeah, I don't like milk. You're not I can supposed have to be drinking it. I just don't like it. Grosses me out. I think we've gone over that before. Podcast dog. Hi, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last scene that we're going to talk about. Let's talk about this barbecue. You go. You, let me hear your thoughts on this barbecue. <laughs> so all the guys are getting a text from Jose inviting them to a barbecue at his house. <laughs> Brett and Ryan kind of make fun of Jose because they know he's going to be living his best life by hosting the at the house. <laughs> they know how he is and how much he likes to brag. So I like how they instantly like, okay, so even though they're not, there's no sparks. Mm-hmm. You can tell they're getting like friendly. Yeah, they're ribbon on him, like they're mm-hmm. just cutting up. It is really funny, <laughs> and they continue to do so. Yeah, <laughs> um, they're all kind of talking about how this is going to be the first time everybody's going to be together. You know, like you said before, Johnny was saying he's excited to meet Michaela because nobody's met none of the guys have met her. Uh, Ryan jokes. I didn't that realize that though. I didn't realize none of the guys met her before. Yeah, because she wasn't on the honeymoon. Is the dog alive? She's playing with the tennis ball now. <laughs> <laughs> so Ryan jokes that there's still 24 hours so Michaela could you know make a break for it twice in that amount of time but he does hope that she's there because Brett's like you need to be positive she'll be there he's just recovering for the camera yeah he's just <laughs> just filling his time his time mm-hmm. slot so they cut to Jose's house where Rachel is kind of you know washing up and she's asking Jose if he realized that this is the first time since the honeymoon they're all going to be together. And he's like, yeah, I'm really excited. She said she's excited, too, to have everyone over for a potential annual barbecue. So then they go to a little montage of everybody coming into the house. Did you notice that Mirla and Gil were the only ones who came empty handed? Yes. And they let themselves into the house. Yes. Rachel opened the door for everybody else. They just walked in. Like. <laughs> Okay, that's strange. Then we go to an ITM of classic Mirla, <laughs> always complaining. She says she doesn't like going to barbecue. She doesn't like going to other people's house. She's maybe been to three barbecues since she's lived in Houston. No, one in three years. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I stand corrected. Still, sentiment's the same. Uh, she is excited that all the couples are going to be together, but she's not coming back to their house in the middle of the 
of nowhere ever again. <laughs> so no <laughs> annual barbecue. Have to be a bitch, like for no reason. She's just, <laughs> just honest. But like nobody asked you. Well, I, I know mean, they did, but I know I know exactly what she means. Like there is times to not say things, Mirla. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and then she gives Rachel that fake ass hug. Where she like barely touches her on the back. You don't think they get along? I mean, they had that scene together. They looked like they were friendly. It's production. All right. Well, they needed something to shoot that day. <laughs> yeah, they needed to put in their hours. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, they do a little montage. You got Jose on the grill with the hamburgers and the hot dogs and jalapenos. Rachel's making up the guac. Then they all sit down and are eating together. You know, Jose is like, is the food okay? Is everything good? Michaela says the burger is fire. <laughs> and did you notice Bao was just eating a plain wiener? I did notice it with that. her hand. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not weird, no. Like, no. <laughs> this is when uh, your favorite talk show host skill. Oh my god! Activates, <laughs> and he says he wants to ask the group a question. He says he believes he's going to fall in love, but his wife believes that falling in love is a choice so what can your spouse do to make you fall in love have you ever been in love you know where y'all kind of at and they basically all go around and talk about how they did the love questions with the experts johnny says it came at a perfect time for them bow says that it reignited the spark that she hadn't felt since their wedding day Zach asks Gil if he's gotten her his first kiss yet <laughs> and so of course funny. he says the long answer is no and but, the short answer is not too. Exactly. Um, but he says there's, you know, still affection. They're more touchy-feely. Now he's allowed to touch her shoulder. And, <laughs> you know, they one. all laugh. And Rachel says, get a room. Yep. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. They cut to Brett, who's outside. And she says that being around the other couple, she feels like her and Ryan are kind of behind. She says that she can see that obviously the other couples have a lot more intimacy and a lot more communication. Then they go back to the group and Zach asks if anyone has said the L word yet. Uh, they go around and are saying who they think is going to say I love you first in the group. Uh, they you know, all take their guesses. Ryan jokes that Bao is probably going to say it first because she has a formula or a spreadsheet to determine the correct time. <laughs> which I thought was funny. And we should note that this scene was before uh, Rachel and Jose mm -hmm. said their I love yous. Um, in Unfiltered, Rachel said that basically after everybody left for from the barbecue, she told Jose, you know, I'm going to take a nap and then we can start to clean up because I'm a little tired. And he said, that's fine. So she takes a nap, wakes up, and everything's already done when she wakes up. And so then later that night when they're watching TV, that's when she, they have their I love yous. So at this point, nobody has said it. And I don't understand why so many of them think Johnny is going to say I love you first when literally, do you not Maybe remember him crying about when, knowing whether or not he even wanted to be married, period? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe because he's so emotional. That's the only thing I can take from that. He's so emotional and maybe it's just going to come out. I don't know. It didn't make sense to me. Yeah, I'm not sure. But I did notice that Brett's face was like just disappointed and sad because no one was guessing them. Yeah. So 
they used the excuse of refilling their drinks to break into smaller combos. So we had Zach, Johnny, and Ryan outside, Bao, Michaela, and Rachel in the kitchen, uh, toasting to finding love. And then we had Mirla, Gil, Brett, and Jose uh, meeting in a bedroom. So Bao says she's going to ask the you know two other ladies how they feel about being married after three weeks. Rachel says they're having little up and down moments, and Jose talks a lot. Then they this cut. is the first. This is the first time that she actually admits that there's a hiccup in right. the marriage. This is the first time she's being honest, which is interesting because later on she says, "I love you." Yeah. So basically, after she says that, they cut to a scene of Jose talking too much <laughs> and everybody like, looking bored as hell. <laughs> right. Everybody's cutting faces, and you know, just to insinuate that he's just talking and talking and talking about nothing. So we go back to Rachel. And she says uh, also that he has a little problem with listening. But over the, overall, everything's great. Other than that, everything's great. She's happy. He's such a gentleman and he treats her well. Um, and that the L word is on the tip of her tongue almost. But she's holding it back. But in the back of her mind, she's remembering Pastor Cal saying, you know, if you feel it, say it. Mm-hmm. So Bao says she's very happy for them and that, you know, she can see it. Michaela chimes in saying like, yeah, y'all are practically glowing. Then they go to bow outside (laughs) where she says, Rachel and Jose are too much. Like sometimes I'm just like, knock it off. (laughs) She says, every time you see them, just like all over each other. (laughs) She's like, you know, she's given them the nickname as I have Rose, you know, great minds think alike. And she's like, you know, love to see it with like a little eye roll. They go back into the kitchen and Michaela is saying to the girls that her and Zach went in really hard and fast and it was almost like love at first sight. But And she was having very intense kind of feelings at the very, very beginning. Zach is outside with the guys and he's saying a very similar thing. He was saying that in the first week, he was all ready to you know, push up decision day. He was ready to be all in. But then we go back to Michaela and she's saying, you know, when we have lows, it's low like to hell (laughs) (laughs) you know the rose-colored glasses are coming off and they're seeing things for what they actually are and you know it's going to be work it's hard they are learning to be married because they do like each other and want to stay married and that she couldn't have built a better man for herself because he's phenomenal (laughs) and again we go to zach outside and he's saying she's amazing but those blow-ups, that's a no for me. Red flags. Yes. He's trying to be hopeful and, you know, what's going to happen is going to happen and it'll all work out. Bao says it's been intense for her and Johnny because they are realizing how much they don't really know about each other. There are similarities, but it's to the point that it's conflicty. They also both like to be dominant in the relationship. Outside, Johnny is saying that there are a lot of things that don't match up but their core values are pretty much the same. So that's good. Both Johnny and Zach agree that they're the type of people where 97% of things are good and 3% are bad. They're going to focus and nitpick on that 3% instead of looking at the good. So Super that, healthy. Exactly. <laughs> but Johnny is saying, you know, once he kind of thought about that, he realized that he's the problem. And now that he's come to that realization, everything's been good the last few days. <laughs> Uh, then we have uh, Robot Ryan 
open up and he says that (laughs) (laughs) he had a tough conversation with Brett and he told her about his past and how in other relationships he, you know, waited too long. But even that conversation was so not deep. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just like a glossy picture of the truth. But anyway, go ahead. So he says, you know, he's feeling doubts. He's, again, hasn't had that spark that he needs. Then we go to Brett, who's telling the group she doesn't know what he likes about her or if he actually even likes her at this point. And Gil, you know, questions, well, did you ask him? And she says yes, and that he's waiting for a feeling, but he doesn't have it. And Jose asks her, you know, what do you think that feeling is? And she said, I don't know, butterflies or something. And the group all kind of gives like a BS faces like, yeah, okay. So they cut to Ryan outside who says, you know, why can't that be a thing? Why can't you be enthralled with your wife? He says he doesn't know if he'll ever get to that point. And even if that's good enough, because he doesn't want good enough. See, but. but I get this part. Like, why would you want to be someone you're not excited about? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, again, he's being honest. Like, I I wouldn't get married to somebody if I wasn't wanting to spend every moment with, you know, like, just excited to be with them. Yeah. And he's not excited. <laughs> At least not as excited as she is with him. Yeah, he's just riding out his next five weeks. Yeah, I think uh, we see Brett and she's saying this is not regular dating. There has to be a, de- a point where you make a decision of whether or not you're going to try or if, you know, this isn't going to work. Do you agree? In this situation, yeah. You think so? Like yeah. if you if you're not feeling it, you still keep going and you try and try and try. No, you determine it's not going to work. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> Gotcha. Um, Gil. Oh, wait. She says, you can't just sit back and wait for a feeling. You have to do actions to make those feelings happen. Gil says, you know, what she's telling them, she needs to be telling Ryan. Mm -hmm. And Ryan says that going forward, they're going to have to have more conversations about it. You know, Gil, again, is telling Brett, you know, you need to let him know, like, are you wasting your time and efforts? you know, waiting on him to have feelings. Like, we need to get this show on the road already. We don't have all day. Yeah. And that's basically the end of the barbecue. That's a hard spot. Yep. All right. End of the episode. Predictions. Couples. Uh, Let's see. Randomly. Zach and Michaela. No. Me neither. Uh, Bow and Johnny. Maybe. I'm going to say no. Her yes and him no. I'm going to say no. Uh, I'm gonna say no on both on decision day. Um, Rose. Yes, and then they're gonna break up after. <laughs> I'm gonna say no. That next episode looks juicy. Yeah, I need to. I I need to see the next episode. See if they're <laughs> playing me or not. <laughs> they probably are playing us. Oh, no. I got locked out of my office at work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Jose in tears is kind of powerful. I didn't think he looked teary. He did. Look at it again. I know yeah. you're going to see it in the feed. Um, Ryan and Brett? No. No. Mirlin Gill? I think maybe. Yeah. I'm going to say yeah. They're, they're probably my only yeah. 
I'm going to say maybe because next week he says, I will tell them I want a divorce. Yeah. That's true. All right. Good episode. I liked it. It was fun. Yeah. Crazy town, man. Drama city. Always. Uh, (laughs) All right, y'all. Well, that's it. That was season 13, Married at First Sight, episode 9 in the books. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Don't forget to follow us on social media. We are on Twitter at Queens and on Instagram, Queens Podcast. Um, If you have any chisme, a.k.a. gossip, make sure to DM one of us so we can spread the word. Um, yeah, any more of Johnny's girlfriends that you know want to? Yes, any of the exes, really. I'm in it to win it, so do tell and do share. Some of y'all have to be chasing clout. Not that we got it, but yeah, <laughs> but we're still interested. Yeah, we'll <laughs> chat up. We'll have a kiki. Hey, our, our word of the day: the kiki. <laughs> no, now that I know it, it's not cool anymore. That's the usual trend. Well, I mean, it wasn't, like, the hot new phrase anyway. Shit. Yeah, How old late, is this late. word? Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> never mind then. Jesus. Um, subscribe, like, tell a friend. And that's all I got. Igby, you got anything else? Five stars. Five stars. Five, five stars. stars. <laughs> all right, y'all. We'll see you next time. Bye. Later. Oh, 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 oh,